On the Jacob Beer Show today, I am so happy to have on Caleb Yarborough. Did I get that correctly? Yeah, you did. So this is a different type of interview. I oftentimes have people joining me by Zoom. Um, and today I am in, I think, where are we at? First Street Towers? First Street, yeah. I had a class with this guy. We're done with that class now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both passed, so. That class was definitely And Dr. Claire Mason is an incredible professor. Yeah. I just want to put that yeah, out I there. Wanna, so yeah. I want to thank her very much. It was She made it very easy. So if you are this. looking at Purdue next year, check out her for SCLA 101. Yeah, it was 101 that we had. 101, yeah. Um, she also so, does 102. She actually 102. does 102. That's her main thing. She was asked to do 101, and she just said, yeah. But 102 is her main thing. That's why she was cool with us. <laughs> so this is kind of a different type of podcast because, you know, normally when I interview people like, you know, former vice president, a lot of politics are going to get discussed in that. Or if I interview a rapper, a lot of rap. I don't know you 100%, but that's what makes for a great interview. Two college kids. Um, tell us a little bit, where are you from? All right. So I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, I'm from a town, Homewood, Flossmoor. It's actually two towns. Homewood's one town, Flossmoor's one town. But usually the people... Combine it because it's like one big community. Our high school is called Homewood Flossmoor High School. It's just two big towns. HF High School. Fun fact, that's actually where Juice World went. I knew him. You knew Juice World? I knew Juice World. Like personally? Personally. The girl that he made lucid dreams for, Bella, um, I've talked to her. She was a senior when I was a freshman. So did you ever meet him? Oh, yeah. I knew his parents. Wow. You're joking. Okay. (laughs) Since this is a big closure... For an interview to start i was going to say let's talk about that later but discuss it so what was juice world like then honestly like i don't like talking bad about people but he definitely was a person that if he wasn't famous you probably wouldn't like him only <laughs> because like he was very this is a good this is a good personal trait he was very focused on himself and he was he had a really great work work ethic Absolutely, all rappers do, even if yeah. their music sucks. Yeah. I mean, to make I mean, it to a billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they put themselves to the test, and they they feel that they can do what they do, and they try they try their best. And Juice, he he was really in the music. He was in band. Uh, my I was also in band. So Miss Woodlock was our instructor. Um, she he played the drums, and she would talk about him all the time. And he was he was kind of sad and depressing, to be honest. Wow, but he like was sad and depressing. He was on drugs, so <laughs> I mean that's kind of obvious, but like. I mean, he made great music and he would ask people, like he would ask around. Did he have his phone number when he was alive? No, I didn't have, I didn't have his phone. I didn't have his number all that. (laughs) But you could have got in touch with him if you actually wanted to. Yeah, definitely. You could have got him on the show if he was still alive. Yeah, I probably, I probably could (laughs) have. Wow. um, Who else? Any other, a lot of rappers come from Chicago. Yeah, Um, Chicago, Sir Mixed I've interviewed Seattle's a little area. Macklemore's from there as well. Yeah. Um, as well as San Francisco, of course, you've got grades like MC Hammer, the Loonies, uh, and then of course New York City, Harlem, of course, um, and a little bit of Las Vegas. But any other famous people that? Yeah, so um, I don't know how to explain this. It's the song is called mm, like uh, catch you like a mixtape. If you're reading this, it's too late or something like that. Have you heard that? I have I not. Know. That was filmed in the locker room of my school. That wow, that went viral. Um, Who's the singer? It was a group of people. You want me to pull it up? Yes. I'll pull it up. Um, and by the way, for new people who might not know who I am, since I'm sure Caleb's bringing um, a new audience to us, since you know, you're know you from a state over, Yeah. I'm Jacob Buer. I pretty much interview people, and um, I love to interview all sorts of different people. It doesn't matter if they're a rapper. I've interviewed a 9-11 survivor. 
I love interviewing different people. And this interview is already completely different than all my other interviews, which I really love and admire. Hot so, heads. Hot heads. I've not so heard of them. This is the original. This was in the locker room. And that's just a little snippet, and you saw wow. they released the song 44 million views seven years ago. It's very old. This wow. Before I went there. Wow. And then, um, Juice Pro didn't go there and he went there. He was like five years older, right? He was five years, yeah. So we left the year before I got there. Wow. But his girl, the girl that he made Lucid Dreams about, was still there. Interesting. Wow. Crazy. And then Queen Key, she went to my high school too. She made My Way. Yep. I've heard of her. You've definitely heard this song. Put it up. YouTube ads. Hey, this one makes for a good podcast. (laughs) Damn. Crazy. I like a little bit of Morgan Wallen, though. <laughs> oh, I like Morgan Wallen, too. And real quick, funny story. If Lil Pump ever comes to Indianapolis, I'm supposed to interview him. Really? Yeah. You've talked to I've him? I've talked to his manager. That's great. I told the manager I'd come down for Christmas break to go there, but they didn't get back to me on that. Lil Pump is interesting. I used to love him. I used to be addicted to his music in sixth, seventh grade. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Yeah. That was like 2017. I love it with Kanye. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Actually, a quick story about Kanye. When he ran for president, he picked like a VP candidate, like how the Republicans and mm-hmm. Democrats do. I've interviewed that lady. I'm the only person ever gets her on the show. She denied Fox News, CNN. She was like my fifth interview. So I was really new. Now I've done like 140, but that's when I knew I could get on people on my show. When I was able to get her on, even though it was kind of like a joke campaign, love Michelle if she's listening. Um, it was like, okay, this lady's gotten 200 media requests. And she said and yes she to like you. some poverty project to make her. a video and me. That's why. And she could have said yes to Fox News, probably been on Ellen DeGeneres' show because of that or something. So that's when I knew like maybe this reality's thing that I had on Melissa from Dance Moms and people love that. So now it's like, I love interviewing people. I'm not rich off of this. I want to make it clear, but clearly there's a future in it, you know? Yeah, so definitely. now, of course, when I interview somebody, it's it's not about me um, at all. It's about you. So why did you pick Purdue? And you're studying engineering. Yeah. So I picked Purdue primarily because of the engineering program. You know, Purdue has one of the best programs in the world, literally top five, I think number two or three undergrad. Um, and specifically, I want to go into aero because I want to be an astronaut. You know, I've never been an astronaut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You told me. And, you know, Purdue's they're big, they're big engineering or they're a big astronaut school. Obviously, Neil Armstrong, Gene Cernan, the last of, yeah, guy to walk on the moon. A lot of people from Purdue. So, uh, Gus Grissom, who died on the Apollo One launch pad, and Roger Chafee. And I plan to add my number, my name to the Please. list. Please. So. Uh, that means I can almost count today 20 years from now. Hopefully, that it was my 23rd astronaut to interview. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, take us through a little bit. Did you play sports growing up? Yeah, I played sports. I played, uh, I've dipped in a few sports. I played basketball, football, uh, soccer. Were you good at football? Yeah, I was all right. I was all right. I broke what my were wrist. You, safety? No, I was a slot in DB. So I was receiver mostly, and I also played corner. So um, soccer, that's what I was the best at. I, I'm getting more into golf now. I love golf. Uh, I, I hate caddy. Oops. <laughs> I got to get you into it, bro. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. People that say they hate golf is just because they don't understand it. 
So I'll teach you. Just like people who has SCLA. <laughs> it was a fun class no, yeah, in the yeah. end. It was fun. It was really fun. We were playing with Legos in that class. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be clear, though, if an adult's like, okay, what's going on in college? Yeah. We had some long, big essays to write. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Right. We put so, the work in. We put, we the, put work the work in, in, but she also made sure to reward us with the fun stuff, too. And it was, like, fun. Like, there was times where I was like, I could probably lose a day of it because – the tennis was mandatory, but he could probably miss three classes. And I didn't I've, miss any. I never missed a single. I never missed. I was late class. about two minutes every day, but. I actually, that's a lie. I missed one class only because, do you remember, like, in the middle of the semester when we had the Medea paper and she gave us, like, days off to, like. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Work on it and stuff. I thought we had an extra day off. Oh. We didn't. So I missed that day. <laughs> but besides that, I've always come to class. I've always been attentive, done the discussions. I had, we had our little friend group. We would do things after class. We've talked to Mason. Yeah, so I was always active in that class. For sure. No, it was a good class. And and look, the only reason I'm interviewing you, which we've all surrounded each other at a function. Yeah. Um, But I would have known you from that function through class. So, yeah. you know, that's something I did not expect. When I was in SCL, I was like, I'm never going to see any of these people again. And look at us now. And yeah, so that you make when I know. Crazy, 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 crazy. And Yeah. I made a podcast through that class one time with the Monkey King podcast. That video is private on YouTube, so you can't find it. And I don't want you to see it either. Uh, maybe when I hit 1,000 subscribers, I'll release that. No, 10,000. But 10,000, 10, I'll do it. 10,000. Um, 10, so are you a big Are you a big Purdue basketball fan then? Yeah, I like Purdue basketball. I've interviewed one of our players, Jace Rail. Shout out to him. He's a freshman on the team, so he's not getting too much playing time. Hell of a guy, though. He's got a bright future. Miles, Miles Corvin as well. I like Miles Corvin. Um, my 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 um my girlfriend knows his sister. Um, Roosevelt. From back, yeah. From no, back. Roosevelt's the dad. No, no, no. Um, what's her sister? She plays volleyball. Yep, she's Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the parents and all. My girlfriend's dad actually played ball there. Wow. Matt Gaddis. Matt Gaddis. Matt Gaddis. You can look him up. He played. Uh, he actually. Do you know Bobby Knight, the IU coach? Yeah, that just I've died? interviewed Gene Cady, who was our basketball head coach mm-hmm. for the he, Cady versus Knight rivalry. He, yeah, he played in that game where Bob Knight threw the chair. Wow, the Purdue IU game. Wow, he was in that game. And I remember I went to their house for the very first time, and it was like signed jerseys from like Carl Malone, Kobe, and all these. Carl Malone, like, yeah, he was the Jazz guy. Yeah, I texted him the other day. He texted me back. He's not yet committed though to the show. I really? want to make that very okay. clear. The other one I've been it'll, trying to get on is um, Joakim Noah. He texted me. Yep, Joakim Noah. Man, <laughs> speaking of Joakim Noah, the 2011 Bulls squad. Yep. Derek Rose, Joakim Noah. Didn't Joakim Noah Collins get in trouble Spencer? for smoking weed or something? I don't know. Probably. I, mean, I have no clue. Do you, okay, let's, this is an off-scripted thing. I've heard the rumors. Is um, Jimmy Butler Michael Jordan's son? They, have you heard those? I have heard those, and I think it's ridiculous. After I saw a little short... Call me a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> See, the thing about conspiracies is people will always make it sound like they're connected, even though they're not. Like, you can literally, if you wanted to, you could take a, take a piece of paper and argue why paper was made by aliens. And you could pull evidence together and just make your argument sound True. right. And people are going to go, hmm, this actually But there were some reasonable. conspiracies, though, I believe. Number no, one, yeah, COVID was from China. Yeah. I want to put that out there. And no, that's not racist. And I'll debate you on that. It was from China. To yeah, yeah. I mean, China. it's scientifically proven. Um, the second is that the Epstein conspiracy, that had been like in 22. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be an Alex Jones fan or anything, but he did say in 2000 that, um, that there was people on an island that were having sex with kids. Yeah. And 
look who got busted. Yeah. And I'm the third conspiracy is that he did not kill himself. Somebody else killed Epstein. Yeah. So many part. I mean, Donald Trump was friends with Epstein. Bill Clinton. So Democrats and Republicans. I mean, so many people were i shouldn't even say friends but he was he knew everybody yeah, prince he's, andrew he's but point is those three conspiracies i think we can agree are not conspiracies they're absolutely true to say 9 11's an inside job that's a step too far i've interviewed a 9 11 survivor um and i'm not a fan of people who believe in that or to say like aliens are 100 real no but i think aliens are real i think i real. you think the you think the egyptians will talk the pyramids it. from scratch by themselves the level of architecture and geometry that went into those structures, you think those ancient Egyptians could do that by themselves? First off, each block weighed like two tons. I'll have you know that. Yes, they could. Did they see this on Joe Rogan's show? No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, I know this. I just know this from school. This is a good talk. Yeah. Each of the blocks were around 2,000 pounds. The largest pyramid itself had a, it was like, um, it took like 12,000 of those bricks to make it. 12,000 of those bricks. Yes, it took them a long time and they had slaves, but still, I don't even think, because now the technology that we have nowadays couldn't even replicate I, the pyramids. Yeah, and I've heard that. The technology we have now, we can't create the pyramids with what That's we have a now. That's good point. So how did they do it back then? Valid. Okay. And, and they were white. Did you know that the pyramids were originally white? Yep. The, they, used, they used clay to convert the color into white, but they had a golden top, a golden dome. Crazy. What, what inspired them to do that? So... <sighs> That's something I just try to think about. Why can't we build like decent roads today when yeah, that like, comes to yeah. mind? It's like they did all this back in the day. Yeah, I think that's valid. I mean, so I've kind of heard this. There's been like four turnings to the world that they say like every two, every like 800 years, there's a new turning where like the world gets bad again. And then it was good before. Maybe that's how we've always been. You know, people say that the world's a horrible place today. Maybe we're in this hundred year rough period. Shit goes wrong. And then. We have a gate. I don't know. I've just I heard you put that fourth turning thing yeah. before. I think this is the last chapter of humans on earth. You do? Yeah. I well, think- as somebody who believes in God, and the reason why I believe in a God is because of everything around us. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. you don't have I say to people, you don't have to believe in Jesus Christ. That's okay. But to say that there's no higher power out there. Oh, there definitely is. Right. There definitely is. And I mean the big bit i've interviewed astronauts i've interviewed guys walked on the moon yeah and i can tell you that guy said like he went back like i'm a christian like there's a god out there so hearing him discuss it on my show totally helped change my viewpoint of it i just want to make that clear out there i'd always gone to church growing up except to christ but i'm telling you after what he said it was like wow this guy's experienced something that only 12 people have 12 people yeah. have walked on the moon yeah he's one of the last four living guys so when i heard that from him it was like when i hear him say like yeah i've walked on the moon a different surface that's not earth and he's like there's definitely a creator and a higher power out there it touched me hard hearing that hearing those words directly to me through this microphone yeah so what are your thoughts on religion uh i personally am a christian um i've actually been trying to get closer and closer and especially in college i'm trying i'm trying to have a a bigger spot of like God in my life. I, I've been trying to listen to more Christian music. When I was going yeah. through a tough time in September, shout out to Brandon Heath's music and New Boys. Listen to a lot of their music. Yeah. Still do. Yeah, I've been going to church more lately. I actually, me and my girl are going to go to church. We're going to go to service tomorrow. Awesome. Morning. We went to service oh, yes. Thursday. Salt Club. We go to Salt Club. Yeah, I'm trying to get going to Salt. It's just been such a busy schedule. Yeah. Uh, I think 
I'm not able to attend the SALT conference in Iowa in January, but I think she is. I think she's going to go. It's from the 5th to the 7th, I believe. It's going to be an awesome experience. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I won't be able How to How many people are in SALT? Ooh, it's a huge organization. They have, uh, I mean, their organization is nationwide. It's not just Purdue. They have it at IU. They have it at um, Iowa. They have it at schools all over. How many people are in it? Here, uh, probably 100. Oh, here? Probably maybe like 400. Wow. Do 400 people really come every Thursday? No, I'd say. I mean, that room was packed. I'd probably say it was like around 200 people in that room. Dang. Did you get to meet good friends through that? Yeah, I actually did. I actually, uh, I've been talking. You know, Lauren. Lauren in our English. Yep. Yeah, she goes, she saw them. Awesome. I saw her there. Wow. I saw her there on Thursday. So, yeah. Awesome. Wow. Um, I've also gone to the BYX thing a couple of their worship nights. So mm-hmm. It's so tough, though. And look, I think... Look, college is about having fun. I, I'm going to make that clear as well as getting good grades. Yeah, you but you can die at any moment. And I think there's, you open up the word, there is worth a point to believe in God and to try to trust in God. Look, I'm not perfect. I'm a center. I don't put that out there. I've made a lot of mistakes. SCLA, how I wrote essays. <laughs> Bigger mistakes than that, though, at times. Yeah. But there's a point out there to like, you know, there is a, I just believe that there's a God out there, you know, yeah. at, a, at a time I didn't want to believe that there was a God, but now that I've seen how the world is, I'm like, I there hope there's, a, I hope there's a better place. I mean, there's, I'm not one who says this world sucks or, you know, tries to let her, I try to be positive and encouraging, but I definitely want to believe that there's a better place after earth where you go. If you're a believer. Yeah. Make no mistake, have fun on earth while it's here. You know, I'm not saying don't drink, don't smoke, or, you know, none of that stuff, but Definitely, you know, I think there's a point of trying to believe in religion. I don't think you're weird and psychic for thinking that there's a spirit out there that you can't see. Yeah. Like, I can't see Joe Biden, but I know he's our president. Presidents. Who's running in the 2024? So that's what I want to discuss it. So um, we got Vivek Ramaswani. Who the hell is that? He's an Indian guy running. Vivek, you've seen him. He's the guy who wants to abolish the Department of Education. Oh, oh yeah, I have seen him. Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, yeah. Joe Biden, RFK Jr., who is JFK's nephew. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to come on my show. Little pissed that that's not happening at the moment. You'd be shocked how close I get with some of these guys that are really big. His dad was assassinated. Yeah. And his uncle was assassinated. RFK was assassinated as well as JFK. His brother was attorney general. His uncle was the president. So really, really, really interesting stuff there. But um, personally, at the moment, as somebody actually works in politics, I think Joe Biden's going to win because Republicans do not have a good ball game right now. Well, see, the thing about Republicans is that they do do better than the Democrats is gerrymandering and campaigning. They just they 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 prepare their candidates much better than the Democrats do. I disagree with that. As somebody who's in the Republican Party, I'll say. We like to kick out our own. Example, George Santos. I don't know if you heard. He's the guy who got kicked out for lying. He was a yeah. scumbag. Yeah. Republicans broke but with still, him. But he's still. There was a Democratic rep who was anti-Semitic, and she's still in Congress, and none of them, no Democrats will break over and vote to get her out of there. Democrats bond together. Well, Republicans do not bond together. Somebody who's worked for Republicans, we do a horrible job bonding together. I feel like politics itself like the whole democrat republican party they've lost their ways oh i agree with you completely but what happens is enough people keep saying 
checking off the red if they live in texas or in illinois your state the blue box and that's how we keep having these shitty in a lot of yeah in 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 another problem is the people themselves aren't educated on politics they look at the candidates and they're like oh he's democrat i'm just gonna go for him oh he's republican i'm just gonna go for him yep so that's literally what they do yep and and here's another thing i'll say i have more respect for somebody who's far left or far right than a moderate the reason why is the moderates are what a populist standpoint is. Abortion cut off at 12 or 16 weeks. A far right person is, is going to say, yeah, abortion no, cut yeah, off. At, right. Yeah, but they but they will have, they will try to back up their claim with evidence. And somebody on the left who says abortion should be allowed at 24 weeks will also try to back up their claim with evidence. Yeah. A moderate will just be like, let's be simple in the middle. Although that might be the right viewpoint, you're just going with what society thinks yeah. is moral. Yeah. At least if you're on the far right or the far left, you're going to defend your argument very, very well. Example, Joe Biden's a moderate, okay? Yeah. Guy's an idiot, right? I don't like AOC or Marjorie Taylor Greene, Alexandria Cortez, but at least they both defend their arguments, and yeah. you get a far-left approach or a far-right approach, and one of those is going to be right because the middle approach cannot always be right. It, there's no middle ground. I don't. I, I was one who tries to believe in, and I believe in bipartisanship, but there's no, like – you can't be for abortion and you can't be at the time. You're either yes or no. So far left and far right, I think there's value in that argument and deciding what you are. Have you heard of the forward party? I have. And I think Andrew Yang is just a guy who's trying to seek attention and make money off yeah, of Yeah, he's, he's just a capitalist dickhead. He's not, he doesn't really care. No. So, but I think it's a decent concept, but the leaders, it's fallen apart. He's, yeah, that's what you're going to see this Vivek. You, you know, you got to know who Vivek Ramaswani is. He's, I've heard I've heard of the name actually. When I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I know Vivek. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be like Andrew Yang. Um, so as then he's gonna try to start probably like third party against the Republicans, because really what Yang did is he was mad that he lost the Democratic nomination. So then he started the he forward started. party, and this is what Vivek would do when he loses to Trump or DeSantis or Nikki Haley. Um, so yeah. The other thing is, so yeah, that's just kind of my viewpoint on the politics. You have a different viewpoint? Personally, like I said, I I mean, I agree with you. I definitely do agree with you. I, I took a golf class and we learned a lot in that class. I just think the Democrats and the Republicans, like I said, they've lost their ways. They you don't speaking up just a little bit. They don't really care about the the interests of the people they care about the the interest of themselves they care about whatever is going to get them the most money the most popularity the best outcome they don't care about what's going to give the country the best outcome and that's they that's why the democrats in the republicans they're so focused on staying about their party and about their beliefs that they literally will say no even if the republican party or in other the opposite party presents something that's reasonable they just say no just because they don't like here's an example i'm pro second amendment however though I don't think that we need assault weapons. I want to make that very clear. See, the problem, so I do agree with the right to bear arms. However, in the the Second Amendment basically says any citizen has the right to bear arms. Correct. And there's a lot of viewpoints. A lot of people think, well, they meant- So I don't believe in banning assault weapons because if I run for office, the far right will use this against me. But you don't freaking need it. You don't- even if you're hunting, you don't need and an assault and that's, weapon. And that's what I'm going to get into. Yeah. So, so, so when they, you're fine a lot with of a people, pistol. A lot of people think like when they were talking about the Second Amendment, 
the right to bear arms. They were talking about the guns. So a lot of people say, oh, that just means any gun. So although we have advanced as a society and created more powerful weapons, they said that we should have the right to use these weapons. But then what I personally believe is that the weapons that they were referring to back then were handguns and small, yep. they were talking about small muskets Grenades. and cannons and yeah, things of that sort. But the, 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 the problem is that America has advanced so much since that time that they, could, they couldn't have predicted Amen. that. They had no idea that assault rifles were going to become a thing. They had no idea. They were referring to small weapons to protect yourselves, and we need to keep it that way. So little small caliber rifles, revolvers, you know, one nine, like little small guns we should be able to do. But assault rifles, Isn't that's obsessive. We don't, you, don't need a, you don't need an assault rifle. That's a high power for weapon. sure. You don't need that. No, for sure. And just because of time sensitive, Saturday, I don't want to keep it for too long. No, I think that's a valid point there. Um, or at least an age restriction. No, you know? yeah, definitely. <laughs> but the, see, the thing is, what a lot of people do is they have their older cousin or their older brother buy yep. a gun for them. And that's what a problem as you're is. 18, as soon as you're 18, yeah. Yep. As soon as you're 18, you can just get the gun. And family values are a big thing too, I think. Family values, mental health, there's a lot of things yep. that go into it. And the unfortunate thing with mental health that it's the damage is already there. It's going to be very hard to re repair that. Be damage. nice to each other. You never, I, I don't want to be the one to say this, but you don't know if because of your kindness, you stop somebody from carrying out an act of violence. But the, in the problems that we have in America are underlying. There's not, there's the problems that we have are because of something else. So the mental health problem is not just because people are, are just born mentally insane now. No, it's because of, you know, inflation, you know, the struggles and the pressures of society, not having enough money to provide your family. Uh, love has become like a big issue in our generation. A lot of people just want it for lust, for sex, and then they leave people. I think that's so been a, a lot thing of, since the start of society. But that's true. That's true. <laughs> Adam and Eve nowadays, is... like social media has really, oh, really yeah. enhanced that. So there's just a lot of underlying factors which have caused America as a country to get in the position that we're at. It's going to be very hard to reverse that because we can't get rid of technology. Valid. We're not going to get rid of phones. We're not going to get rid Valid. of Valid. It's just not going to happen. So there has to be an alternative solution to solve mental health. And I just don't think that we're going to think of it. We're going to come up with a solution that really works. Correct. Which is unfortunate. The damage is already done and it's not going to go away, unfortunately. I think crime is just going to be keep getting worse. Every generation is going to get At worse. At least you're not like, like a politician worse. here. So I appreciate that. And then just a couple, a couple other topics. I don't want to keep you for too long and have a 40-minute timer on this meeting. Um, <laughs> With some interviews, I've almost gone past that. But I always think that that's the right amount of time for yeah, a podcast, you know. Um, what are your thoughts? So sorry if I cut you off there a little no, no, bit. No, hey, if, it, if a thousand people say I want them to keep going about their thoughts on crime and guns, two. we'll do a part two. But um, if you want that, though, you're going to have to comment and let me know because I'm not going to track you down. But if you comment, I'll see it through my email. So, And when I check my views. <laughs> so what would you say is something that – when you what colleges did you tour uh Purdue's getting a little free promo there and they don't even know it yeah Purdue <laughs> U of I UC Boulder Georgia Tech what uh, made this one better I liked at the time you didn't miss I, out because actually Colorado football has the same football record as us four and eight is how they finished yeah and, and at, <laughs> at first when they were doing yep. they were doing well I was like damn I wish I went to UC Boulder it would have been so live seeing Shadour and Dion and Travis and all these guys <laughs> going crazy. But Coach Prime. Yeah, that Prime effect is real. But um, 
Purdue, it was one because it's it's fairly close to where I'm at. And they I'm freeze at. tuition, by the way. They just they, did it again through 2025. They're doing it through 2025. Which I don't personally agree is the solution to solve this housing crisis. Wow. But, okay, that's a different story. Yeah. Um, Purdue, really, because like. And I because housing off program. campus is very expensive mm-hmm. because they freeze tuition here. So they know that they can make money off you in a different way and it's still going to be cheaper. Yeah. And they just, they're increasing fares. That's a capitalism like question. Yeah. So again, if you say that you're against that, conservatives will come out here and they'll say, you hate, you want price control or something, you know, price gouging and all that stuff. But so if you say that you're for putting in a cap somewhere when it comes to rent, they'll say that you're a socialist, conservatives. But then if, but from a socialist standpoint, these people do have to make money yeah. in some way. So that's a different argument, but I think, and we'll just discuss it real quick if you want. I don't think there's a really good argument for socialism or capitalism. You know, it's funny. Actually, I have strong opinions about socialism. I lean capitalist, um, but I'm definitely a capitalist, actually, because I believe in free markets. And, and my arguments are based off an education and a medical standpoint. Wow. So, like, don't want to discuss that, that quickly. That's a, that's a, I mean, I can, but I feel like if I try to explain myself, long. it'll get too long. All right. I have strong opinions about the school system and just America's part two. Yeah. Part two. part two i don't want to i don't want to start ranting. i don't want to get into that where are you a chicago bulls fan yeah Bears? I, i'd say i'm a yeah unfortunately um cubs or white Sox? cubs 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 um what do you think about well, actually, no socks i'm a i'm from the south side so i gotta go socks are they gonna be moving out of chicago the socks i heard some rumors the bears will probably not the socks wow the bears might move they're gonna move to arlington heights which is a oh summer. i thought we were talking like outside of the state i was like no yeah, no no i would have heard not, that they're not moving out the state they're just gonna move from soldier field which is literally in the city they're going outside city limits to arlington heights wow um they're gonna they're gonna create a whole new district it's gonna be the sports district so there's gonna be shopping malls apartments Sounds like a food. money hole oh yeah it's gonna be a huge district because what they did is they um the area was a land grant at first and it was owned by the um the horse uh i forget which horse co- racing company and they sold their land and the bears organization bought it and they plan to create a whole district wow a whole district everything bears thing there's going to be bears restaurants hotels shops that do merchandise a big outlet mall stadium parking it's going to be much more than football it's going to be a whole neighbor like a whole wow whole society dang so it's going to be a huge project. And, and since you're from Chicago, I think a good way to end this is three pros and three cons. Uh, pros are definitely the opportunities, the size of the city. There's always a lot to do. The food. So those are my three. The cons are we have a crime issue. Um, the weather, I'm personally not. A and I'm glad that you reached in about how you think being from a native of Chicago, how we can try to solve the crime issue. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't like the cold. I'm, that's just a personal <laughs> preference. And um, outside of Chicago, have, like outside of the 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 metro area, there's nothing. It's literally cornfields. Corn it's fields. no different than Lafayette. Oh yeah, nothing different. Um, and another thing, do you have you ever been to Lollapalooza? I have. It was actually my first time uh, this year, and I'm gonna go back next year. And I'm gonna. Go I've interviewed some people who have performed on that. What's better, Summer Smash or Lollapalooza? <laughs> Uh, maybe i'd I'll say for my my audience summer smash just summer for my smash. audience who's that summer smash or normal? those are mostly like rappers and hip-hop artists and just people with younger generation and lala's more country and pop and stuff like so that. three fun questions to end sorry i kind of cut you off there um 
favorite 90s rapper? Hmm. I got to go with Wu-Tang. <laughs> wow. I got to go with Wu-Tang. Um, He's still alive, right? Well, uh, I forget which of the members have died. Wu-Tang's a group. I, oh. can't, I can't remember which of the members have died and which ones are still alive, but I watched the Wu-Tang um, series on Hulu. I went to their concert a few months ago. I love Coolio, too. I like Coolio. Pac, Rest in peace, Gangster Paradise. I love Gangster Paradise. And that's what we were talking about in the SCLA the yeah. other day. Um, yeah, Pac, Biggie, obviously. Um, Snoop. The Notorious. Dre, yeah. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot? Yeah. Uh, Lil Wayne started late 90s, so I don't know yeah. if you want to consider him. I would. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Crisscross. I, I think that's 80s. Uh, country? I like a little country. Not, not that much. Morgan Wallet. I like um Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Um, I'm getting more into um Luke Bryan, yep. Combs, and um fast cars annoying. But if you want to come on my show, Luke Combs, have your management hit me up. I've had on some other singers, not as big as you, but I'd be honored to have you on. Um, there's this one artist I can't think my girlfriend put me on to him. We listen to him all the time. I can't think of his name. I feel ashamed. I Chris like Stapleton. Um, no, I I like um what's her name? Uh, Suzanne Vega. She's not country, but she's an older artist. She made a uh, Tom Steiner. Favorite so like, like pop sensation or musical group? Maroon Five and One Republic hit hard. I used to listen to them all the time. Fifth grade, man. There's still some good hits. I don't care what you judge me all you want. I used to listen to Taylor all the time too. 2015 it's still crazy katy perry i like katy perry better than taylor swift really it's yeah still, it's 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 amazing how relevant taylor is she literally started music so long ago she was popping literally in 2015 i remember people were raving 2011 you belong 2011 yeah in in almost 10 years later she's still she like, just we got times yeah, person of the year top like she, oof crazy she's, yeah she's making that money crazy crazy money. yeah um, a good way I always like to end this is if you could change one thing about what you did, you're the same age as me, 18. What would you change if you could go back? Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have taken um, more math. <laughs> no, actually, um, I did well in high school, but I feel like I could have utilized my ability, my tools a little more. I wish I had taken computer science wow. a little more seriously before I got here because going straight into cs 159 with little you didn't see that little to there's no, a cap on by the way i would never do that a nice conference little that's to the no entertainment experience um it was a struggle but i i've gotten through it um yeah high school i would just go back and i wish i had taken my ap's a little more seriously so i can get more credits to transfer yep i got i would have yeah i've had some credits transfer but i wish i could have gotten more i, I had two how many do you have in total i had four but I could have had more because I was in I was in AP yeah. and IB literally since my freshman year. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. That that'd be my advice. You can save money. It's just so many. Yeah, so many yeah. ways. I would have skipped Calc one, probably Calc two. I would have been straight into Calc three. Then I've only would have had to do three semesters of Calc because I would have done three, uh, linear algebra, differential equations, and I think that's. And it. You have six now. And then six. That's right. Um, now you have to take like seven semesters. I have to take six five after this semester <laughs> it's tough that's yeah, gonna be rough it's, it's tough rough. well i appreciate you coming on the jacob year show yeah. today is there anything else you'd like to say um just check out his podcast um i'm gonna try to bring more uh, like it. my audience to your podcast <laughs> um it's always weird you know you never 
I get, I enjoy every single interview. It doesn't matter. It could be Donald Trump in a chair next to me. That sounds really unrealistic, but I've been blessed to interview a vice president. I could have on, I've had Sir Mix a lot on. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. I've had on people who have repossessed airplanes for a living. You know, I, I find uniqueness in any conversation, but I'll tell you this much. I always love interviewing people our own age because I've never been confident talking to people around our age group. And this instead yeah. is more confidence because I'm so used to interviewing like a quarterback who played football in the 1980s and won a Super Bowl. So to interview people our age, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. So please know I, I enjoy it just as much as any other guest that's ever. And been. I will be on the show more. I will be on the show more. This Good is going to be a thing now. Good to this hear. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, at least I know that that's one last having to get on maybe four more people next year. Now I don't have to get on four more people because there'll be maybe four more interviews. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate it, man. Of course, man. If Thank the balls go all me. the way, you're coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but let's see. Appreciate it. Thank you. All the best, man. And uh, SCLA was definitely a fun one. It was. Thank you very much, Jake. Shout out to the wonderful Dr. Claire Mason. Suggest you take Claire that Mason. class. Take care. See you next time.